From the playing fields of rival clubs to our home in Laughlin Park. On the west of Australia. Yes, the Perth Demons theme song. Of course, I used to go out to Laughlin Park in the mid-1990s when I was a young and up-and-coming football rider and watched the Perth Demons play and watch Adrian Barrich run around in the number 14 jumper for the mighty Red and Blacks. Barra, now President of Perth, welcome to the show. G'day, Duff. Great to be on with Perth's most knowledgeable football person and also great to hear the Demons song. We haven't heard it that many times this year. Our Colts have heard it every game, 11 in a row, but... Um our seniors only a couple of times. We had to change that song too, Duff, because it had Demon Boys in there. And now we've got a women's team, so it's just Demons. The Demons uh, will... We'll, um, I can't remember what the line is, but we take out the boys bit anyway. <laughs> um, we'll get back to your Colts in a minute, Barra, but um, you mentioned the Perth Demons. Now, my understanding is that you have in your zone... There's a, a strong multicultural demographic and the the term the demons isn't uh, necessarily uh, – doesn't suit a lot of them. Are you, are you looking at that at all in the future? Yeah, good question. We um, – 45% of our zone uh, uh, have people of non-English-speaking background, 45%, so it's quite a lot. So we're sort of trying to – tailor uh, our scenario to those people uh, and also an Indigenous brothers and sisters, which we'll talk about in a moment. But, yeah, there was one fella, young fellow who was a very talented player and his dad was actually um, a leader of, I think they call him Iman, and um, he did contact the club. And the Demon's name is probably, probably didn't want his son playing with a club that we call the Demons, yeah. So it's something we'll have to look at at some stage. Um, I don't know how widespread it is or, or whether it's just, you know, I'm, I'm a, a small minority of that religion go down that path, but we'll certainly be exploring them, mate. These are the things you have to do uh, in the modern world. They are, and you will be doing a name change for, for NADOC week. Tell us about that. Yeah, how good. I am pretty excited about this. Uh, to be honest, it, I, I wasn't a huge driver of it um, because... Um, only because we have Sam Stubbs, who's our Indigenous Liaison Manager, and then we have another fella uh, who is uh, running our Community Liaison, and he's part of the Bunjamar group then. And they came up with the idea that, okay, for NADOC week, it's a, t- it's a week celebration, so maybe two games for us. Uh, we do change our jumper. We wear an Indigenous jumper, which is always a big decision, you know, changing away from the traditional jumper. And they said, well, how about, you know, we we are the equivalent in the waffle of the Dockers, really. The Dockers have had this proud Indigenous history and, you know, the most number of Indigenous players, most number in uh, one single game. I think it was seven or eight, Duff, something like that. So we're in the same boat. We've got 29 uh, First Nation players across our four teams, men's and women. And we've got this amazing history, as you know, Duff. Apart from your old club, South Fremantle, it'd be us and South that have the greatest Indigenous history. And obviously, we've got the Cables, and then you know, the Buddy across half forward, we'd have Buddy Franklin, Winston Abraham, you know, Bobby Hill, Wayne Ryder, uh, Leon Davis. You can chuck him in. Troy Cook, did I mention him? Kevin Hill and Rossi Milson from the old days. Michael Johnson, the great Willie Dick, Chance Bateman, Merv Kelly. We can just go on and on and on. Um, uh, Quinton Knuckles just uh, joined, obviously, Port Adelaide. So the boys came to us and said, look, how about we change our name to Buraloo? Buraloo. Now, Duff, you would know that that is the name 
for the Perth region. And so Sam Stubbs went through all the right channels, spoke to all the elders, got it all ticked off. Is this okay? How do you pronounce it? How do we spell it? And they launched it um, yesterday, actually. And um, we will be Buraloo for two weeks. Buraloo versus the West Coast Eagles on Saturday at Minres Park, my friend. So when you do these things, Barra, I think you get a lot of support. You also get some feedback. How has the feedback been on this? Well, mostly really, really supportive and um, uh, creating conversations, I suppose, as well. I've, what I've noticed is amongst the players, because it had to go to the leadership group and the coach and all that sort of stuff, and it certainly started conversations about um, what footy's all about and is this our role, do we stay in our lane and all that sort of stuff. And some of it has pivoted into even discussions about the voice. Because I've got to say, Duff, there's a lot of confusion out there as to what what is happening with the voice referendum and what it actually means. And so that it was, it was an eye-opener for me to hear a couple, of, a couple of footballers talking about the voice in the club room. So, um, But there, there is there, there's a few people have probably reached out going, look, you know, do we need to do this? You know, how about just focusing on winning games? And I guess that's tricky for us because we're... We're down the bottom of the ladder and people are saying, just concentrate on the footy, mate. When you're good, you can do stuff like that. So, But probably for us, we need to move into these areas. Um, West Perth's having a pride game, which we will be the opposition up in Joondala. Um, We're going to be Buraloo for two weeks to diversify, to try to attract different uh, number of fans to the game, to bring back all our great Indigenous players to create some momentum in that space. So I think there's sort of things we have to do, Duff, but I do get when people go, come on, mate, just win some games, will you? Just, uh, you know, move up the ladder. Well, Barrett, I think what I would say is that you absolutely should be fully supported in doing that. And when you look at your demographic and your metropolitan zones in particular, and even your country zones in places like Northern, there is uh, incredibly strong um, Indigenous traditions in those areas. And to me, you've got to foster that and harness that and bring that along with you. So I think congratulations on doing it um, and also just adding to the conversation and the learnings around, um, you know, Indigenous inclusion in our society. I think it's fantastic. So I, I take my hat off to you, mate. And um, if there's a few lumps and bumps and bruises that come with that, um, wear them with pride because I think it's a it's an important thing that you're doing. Hey, um, yeah. Your, your Colts team, Sorry, mate. mate move on. Yeah, your Colts team, 10 and zip. Now, it's not often that a Perth Colts team is 10 and zip. I reckon the last time, I'm guessing, uh, you had a team this good would be around about the time, was it Murray Cooper's team? And that was the Chance Bateman. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Leon Davis, um, I think, was part of that one. Um, uh, who else was in that one? There was five or six, wasn't there? Darren Glass, I reckon. Darren Glass. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was... A absolute super team. So Coops is still around the place because uh, he is a, a huge Perth legend, one of the greatest kicks of all time, as you know. You're a very good kick too. He, uh, he was very, very good. And he still helps coach even though he's got bung knees. So, yeah, he's loving that. Um, we've got this really good coach, Scotty Moore. Uh, I don't remember if you remember Jeff Moore played for Perth and also state footy for WA. Great yes, I do. Yep. Uh, yeah, yeah, that's his, his, his son. And... Um, yeah, he's got a lot of pickup, mate. He's going to go a long way, I think. And we've sort of put around him as much support as we could. And um, and it's and it's. Got, I mean, obviously Ben Cousins is down there as the uh, assistant midfield coach. Uh, you remember Josh Smith from Collingwood and the West Coast Eagles as well. Um, 
there's five or six really, really experienced guys that are just doing a great job with our young guys. We've got four in the West Australian uh, under-18 under championship team. And they look like uh, they'll probably get drafted, or if, if not all four of them, probably three of them. That's always the trick, isn't it, Duff? We've probably got 12 guys that can come through and play league footy for us, which is great. And that's what happened with Murray Cooper's team and the other teams that played substantial a number of finals. But then you always get picked off by the AFL with your best talent. So the four best go into the AFL. And then with the other eight, you try to foster them, keep them in the system and move them through. And our last great successful uh, Colts team, 10 guys came through, but only one of them remains um, at the club at the moment, our big ruckman, Dakota. So, yeah, it's uh, retention's a problem. Um, and that's why we're trying to do things like Bordeloo, mate, because... Um, as you know, football is <laughs> there's so many brilliant, talented Aboriginal First Nation fellas and men and women out there that just don't get a chance. And they just all they need. I've seen guys come down from Mora and they travel down just train one day a week. They drive from Mora for training and then drive home. It's like unbelievable. I'll, I'll, I'll whip in from Subi thinking, how hard's this? And they're coming down from Mora. And uh, it's phenomenal. If they had the support, I know Clontaff does good, great work, but if they had more support, there would be such a much, so many more Indigenous boys and girls in footy. And they're just, you know, it's their game. They grow up with it. They love it. They idolise the players. And we just got to foster it, don't we, Duff? And I'll tell you one thing that was interesting, mate. You like this? Is I was talking to one of the elders, and I said, oh, you know, the name Perth, uh, Captain James Sterling, two hundred, you know, almost two hundred years ago, got, handed the name over from the Swan River Colony, became Perth, and he goes, yeah, yeah, you know, Buraloo. Probably before that, 45,000 years it was called Buraloo. <laughs> 45,000. I had to sit down and think about that. I was going, oh, my God, that paints the picture, doesn't it? Oh, my God, that's incredible. It does, man. Anyway, that's it's, where we're at. It certainly does. Hey, and, and clearly, like, the, one of the challenges you face is that, like, I live 100 metres down the road from Claremont Oval now, and they've got the – the private schools around there, they've got all the the local kids that are from, you know, well-to-do, comfortable families. They they, they go to school together. They um, they play footy not for money because all their families are comfortable. They just want to play with their mates, and that enables them to, to retain talent. There was a bit of an argument recently when the, the WA Football Commission was painting the picture of the future for the Waffle, and they wondered about using the country zones to equalise. Now, clearly your country zone is a proud country zone, with Northam and the Avon, but it's not a big country zone. There was some suggestion that maybe you could get uh, a zone like Albany or Bunbury or one of those zones. Has there been any progress on that? Yes, there's a lot of work being done in that area, actually, and um, that is one of the big pushes to use the country zones, as you said, to equalise the comp or to, um, to make it a bit fairer. Clearly, um, some. I mean, West Perth's got a, a horrible country zone as well. I think they've got Meriden as their big regional centre, and that's it. And in, in, in a lot of ways, they don't even service it because there's no kids there. It's all about populations, and a lot of people are leaving the farms, um, particularly in Northern and, and, and more in our area. And so, yeah, I think I think that's a good technique. Um, everybody wants change unless it. Ha- you there, Barrow? I think I. Oh, no. I can hear you, mate. Got you. Can, oh, yeah, you're back again. Good, good. 
Um, no, I was just saying, I was saying, Duff, everybody wants change until it happens to them, and that's what's happening in the waffle. You know, like it's, the clubs are going to have to become, you know, let's let's help the competition rather than just ourselves. And and because of, the reemergence of Perth would just be sensational for the competition, and they can't have the same two or three teams winning every year. And then so they probably need to sort of support us. Uh, Claremont does have a wonderful zone; they do great work there too, but. They're just chock full of talent, and they just walk off the street out of that, uh, out of the western suburbs and all those private schools, and they do a great job in the Kimberley as well. So we'll see what happens, but there is work in that area, Duff, and it needs to be. It does need to be equalised, and takes courageous, strong people to say, you know what, no, nah, let's 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 make it fair now because it's better for the comp rather than just being the same teams that dominate. And it's it's a big step, isn't it, Duff? Yeah, it is a big step, but I think it's one the competition needs to take. Barra, good luck with it all. I hope it goes well for Perth. It's it's a great sign. I think your Colts are going as well as they uh, are going, and hopefully that if even if four or five of those kids get drafted, you can keep four or five of them and, and help develop your uh, your senior teams. Thanks for joining us on the show. Good luck to Boorloo over the next couple of weeks <laughs> and look forward to speaking to you again. Good on you, Duff. I told you Luke Jackson was injured. I knew it. I knew it. It wasn't bad coaching. Good on you, buddy. See you later. <laughs> well done, mate. <laughs> All right. Adrian Barrich, of course, from Channel 7 and also the president of the Boodaloo Football Club for NADOC uh, games coming up over the next two weeks. We'll take a break and be back with more of Mornings with Mark Duffield on SENWA.